Recording in progress. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this episode number 195, or 190, high five, because it's the highest five you can get before episode 200, coming July 16th to a streaming platform near you, 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 you. I'm still confused by the highest five comment. I don't, that doesn't even, it's the it's, last five until 200. Exactly. There's no more fives after this until 200. <laughs> Just a statement of fact, I guess. There's now. no five in 200. Yeah. 190 high five. Six until 200. Well, <laughs> now that's what I'm going to do until we get to episode 200. You've guaranteed it. Anywho. As we're already a garbage truck on fire. If you didn't know, this is the Good Morning Guys podcast. And we, that's right, we, we three are so thankful you are here, dear joiner, and the fact that you are joining us on this fine afternoon, evening, or night, or morning. <laughs> we're going to keep going with it. So we'll just duct tape that wheel back on as we continue discussing the game of life. Amidst the other games we love to watch and play, I am your host tonight, one of your hosts, the scrap grabbing tattooiner, <laughs> Transition Java, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, one more the mess judge, up, I'm out of here. <laughs> the, judge, <laughs> the judge, the jury, and inquisitor of fake news spoilers, and probably the only one here who would likely threaten to obliterate your whole family if you knew the location of the last Long John Silvers on Earth, Patrick Novacell. I don't deep. think I'm... I mean, this might be episode high 95, but I'm, not, I'm sure that's not the, thir the only thing that is high tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on, his, right. on his left and my right. I don't even know. The sassiest guy in the business who would rather skip a shower and skip through the forest than wear those itchy clothes as a senator, Ronnie Johantis. Uh, oh, hello, everybody. And finally, our missing member of our GMG quadfecta tonight. Oh, he's missing. <laughs> he's missing. <laughs> he's on a milk carton. Oh, no. are still looking. <laughs> this show, he's like, it's like a six-year-old picture of him. <laughs> That's right. We know. Oh, he's got a servant's heart, a standard-sized brain, and large... <laughs> Standard brain. <laughs> it sounds way worse when I say that. I think he's the only one that would get upset about that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the last thing is... He's he got the only big brain in this podcast. That's probably true. And uh, he's also got a large desert creature in his old stomacho. <laughs> what? He's the camel. <laughs> bizarre start. <laughs> He's the camel font that gives Obi Wan free rides around town. Mark Duche. <laughs> I don't understand. It's nonsensical. You know what? It sounded better when I wrote it down. So um, is, is he is he the tauntaun or the wonton? Yeah, he's the camel font. That's he's what I called it. <laughs> it looks like a camel. It looks yeah. like an elephant. It's camel font. Uh, yeah, he's currently vacationing, and he's probably glad he's vacationing in Outer <laughs> Banks, North Carolina, right now. Because if he were here, I don't know what he would say. <laughs> Good night, everybody. He would, yeah, he would have left already. Woo! All right, I blame Ronnie for this because earlier we had a mess up, and Ronnie just straight up abandoned us. He 
he just clicked out. He disappeared. He said, left Patrick left and I meeting. in the dust. <laughs> but you know what? I'm proud of you because you stuck this part out. And I, I don't know that we've had any rougher of an oh, intro than this one. <laughs> and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it with anybody else but you guys. So hey, you know the I'm bizarre really thing is you never know when a show is going to start like this either. Uh, no, you don't. Happens. I just type some stuff out and I'm like, this should be fine. And then I hear myself, <laughs> I don't know what any of it even meant. And then I say it out loud. I say it out loud and I'm like, oh, that sounds way worse than I thought Everything's it was. on fire behind you. <laughs> That's correct. That is correct. Woo. All right. Uh, last week, I believe uh, Ronnie was missing. Is that right? Only for part of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He jumped Patrick? out for the Doctor Strange uh, episode. Oh, that's Spoilers. right. So you yeah. were missing in the back half. So more happened to you that we missed than happened to us. So you're going to lead out what's <laughs> the, the one news. hour extra. <laughs> that's an right. hour and a half like, really made my day. Dude, it could have. I don't know. You're going to tell us about it because it's time for what's new news. Tell us what's going on. Uh, I need to go just, I need to take a breather for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so go. Yeah, so with that extra hour and a half, um, I probably played Rocket League afterwards, I guess. I don't know what. It definitely didn't do anything of note. Um, <clears throat> however, this week, unlike normal weeks where I have nothing, I have something. Oh. I watched a movie this week. Yes. I watched the new Batman this week. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I think I'm only like a few months behind you guys on this. I actually watched I mean, it a few weeks ago and forgot to mention it, so we can do a mini spoiler cast right here, right now, if you want. <laughs> Just turn this whole show into one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was. Uh, I actually really liked have... it. Honestly, good. I know a lot nice. of people good. had their, um, you know, had their problems with it and stuff. I do think it was maybe just a little long. Like three hours was just a little. If it feels long, then that means the movie is too long. You know what I mean? Like you don't think that when you're watching Endgame necessarily. But with this movie, you, you did feel it at the end. Like it seemed like there was a couple places where it could have uh, maybe ended. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, I really liked the whole dark emo Batman. Though I I thought he did kind of a good job as Batman. However, yeah. probably the Uh-oh. worst Bruce Wayne I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm with you. He was a terrible Bruce Wayne. I thought I don't disagree with you. Uh, luckily, it's barely a part of the movie, but. Uh, no, it was really cool, really grungy. Just had a whole. First of all, they started off with Nirvana, like right at the beginning. Like, yeah. you know, talk about hooking me into a movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought it was Lucas. What did? How did you feel about it? Because I, I don't know if I've heard. I really went in a little <laughs> skeptical because all I could see was Edward from Twilight, and I was like, I know he's had, <laughs> I know he's had other, you know, acting jobs, and he's been in other stuff, but nothing is quite as just in your face like a sparkly vampire so i just was like well he's batman now so he's still kind of a vampire let's see what happens and uh i was pleasantly surprised i enjoyed it i liked it i thought you know uh pretty much everybody played their part it was definitely a different a very i i I felt like they didn't go with just like textbook i felt like they took some risks and it paid off and let me tell you to me the big surprise was not Batman, was not Gordon, was not the main villain. It was the Penguin. I I still look at who that is, and I'm like, that is not Colin Farrell, uh, the actor that plays him. It's not. I did not a, know that was Colin Farrell until just now. 
That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they put on so much prosthetics on. This was him. a huge fat man. Yeah, it was a huge fat man, and yeah. it didn't look like him whatsoever. An I'm awesome saying that, right, right? penguin. Though. It's Colin like, Farrell, right? Yep. It I, is. Always, I always get Colin Farrell, Colin <laughs> Firth, and then Will they Ferrell. They are way different. They are way, way <laughs> Will, different. Just so. Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. The only way to recognize Colin Farrell would be if you knew exactly what his eyes look like, because that's like the only that's thing. That's it. That's the only thing they left of his. Everything else was like, we're changing everything. It's like, wow, okay. Yeah, I do like how they had a lot of the different, like, you know, the, a lot of the different bad guys, a lot of the different enemies of Batman. They were all kind of in the movie together. Um, yeah. Some of them just didn't play like big parts here and yep. there. Like it, it was yeah. kind of cool how they did that. It was cool. Um, I thought at first, so when we were watching it, one of the things was the whole time, like at, at the beginning of the movie, you see his back cave and you see underneath this tarp is a vehicle. So as a young kid growing up who liked Batman, you're like, all right, what does this baby look like? That's the most mm-hmm. exciting thing about Batman is what does a Batmobile look like? And it turns out it's like a regular rally car, which is actually kind of neat. I actually, uh, when I first saw it, like, eh, this is a regular car. But then it was like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, um, it was. It gave very much a feel like. There it is he, right there. Honestly, it looks like the Punisher car. Yeah, yeah. And it looks I, like I, straight Punisher. And I would say that felt like a, I, I think I liked the fact that it was a second year Batman film. I think it fit with, uh, now all I can think of is Edward, what is the, the actor's name? Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands? No, what is the, the actor's Norton. name? It's not Norton. Um, <laughs> Who? Pattinson. Pattinson. Like he, he plays a convincing <laughs> second year Batman. I, I feel like the, the Batmobile is like, I just need a muscle car. I need a good solid car that's not going to, you know hit, you know, yeah. break and it's going to, you know, keep together and let me hit some stuff. It was an afterthought. It's not like, you know, in past Batman, it's like full of gadgets and always yeah. like super crazy. And I mean, for Christian like, Bale, it was just I, a, a muscle car. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just a tank uh, with yeah, a motorcycle really inside. Cool. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, th- I don't know. This Batman really just felt like he was patrolling the streets, like just with a baseball bat beating the crap out of everybody. Yeah. Like, Really? No, just a really dark, like, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to die here tonight. Hopefully you are also. Yeah. Um, but also like that scene where he's chasing the penguin in, in the Batmobile and he uh, comes like through the flames. That was pretty. Oh, awesome. yeah. Oh, that was, that a, was awesome a beautiful scene. cinematic scene. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the first time I audibly like yelled out like, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then Penguin's reaction is classic, where it's just like, yeah. woohoo, I got him, wait, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then he's just taken out. <laughs> he automatically went to, I'm never getting away from this guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we watched that. It was, um, I thought it was really awesome. So Nice. Maybe just, like I said, a little bit, a little bit long, but eh. yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see what happens next. Obviously, they led into a, you know another movie mm-hmm. so we'll see did they already like agree to another movie i'm sure him? they're i mean i'm sure they're I gonna think do so. another one yeah yeah i will say also i do appreciate more detective work which i think made it longer as part of the i do like the mystery longer. of it though yeah. i do like the detective stuff the mystery i don't feel like they've ever in the movies given a lot of justice to the detective side of batman so right. i appreciated that yeah. yeah i mean they they made the riddler seem like an absolute insane person also so that was pretty cool it was good um, very effectively very effectively even at the end like when he did that little like giggly laugh you're like cool oh, man that's, that's pretty good um outside of that i really haven't done very much honestly we've uh 
I know we went out to dinner there one time and then um yeah, I've been playing Rocket League a lot still. So Yeah, yep. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to get better. I actually need a new team. I feel like Eric's not really playing very much. Oh, is so. he dragging we, you down? We have an open roster spot currently for mm. our threes team. There you go. Put the shout out. All right, people, you <clears> heard not it. Good, Joiners. Yeah, hit me up. Track down Ronnie. That's, he needs that's a third. Pretty much it for me though. Third wheel. What about you, Patrick? What have you done? Mm. Mm. Uh, this past week, there's a, a few things. So last last week, uh, it was our uh, 14 year wedding anniversary. So we uh, we had a good time, hung out, uh, went to some brunch place that we've never been to before, which was really good. Um, the wife and I saw Top Gun Maverick, and let me tell you that this is how sequels should be done. Uh, <laughs> I've heard this. This is it's it's uh, it was unbelievable. Like, so the <clears throat> wife and I we saw um, Top Gun the night before, and then we would go to see Top Gun Maverick. And the movie starts off just like the original Top Gun. And at this point, I turn to my wife. I'm like, "Are we seeing the original? Like, is this the original? Because it do, it's, it does it does the same uh, music, the same scenes. They're on the aircraft." And I was like, "Wow, this is." This is awesome, and it's like dumped you right into it. And it it feels it, it uh, throughout the whole movie that uh, they do a lot of nods to the original Top Gun, uh, and they do a lot of scenes. Some of them are very similar. Some of them are like not the same, but you know what they're trying to do because it's a callback to the original. Uh, the Tom Cruise just looks like he's you know it's been thirty something years, and it looks like he's aged like five years. Um, yeah. And uh, so it was, it was, uh, the story was fantastic. It was well done, um, tasteful, and, um, you know, um, I guess, I mean, I can't give away any spoilers, but this is, this movie was um, one of the best movies uh, in recent memory. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a straight up 10 out of 10. This is a movie that I would just turn on and just leave on. That's how there's, there's, like for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean this this movie uh, was so action packed, way more action packed than the original Top Gun, which is one of the best things about the Top Gun movie uh, is the dogfights and F uh, sixteens and F fourteens and all that stuff. Um, and they and they took it uh, and and turned it up to eleven on this one. Um, mm. And the yeah, so I definitely recommend this movie. Uh, this is. You know, like if you like Top Gun, you're gonna love this movie. If you love Top Gun, you're gonna love this movie. This is it was awesome, very awesome. A ringing endorsement. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I actually, I've actually heard the same ringing endorsement um, prior and, and to it, tonight. So a couple yeah. of people that saw it, they just said it was amazing. Like they loved it. Yep. They were all pumped up. And that's the same thing we heard. And you know, when people say it's like, oh, this is one of the most amazing movies, you get there and yeah. your 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 uh, hopes are you know are high. You know, your expectations are high. And I went in there with the same thing. You know, when when that happens, you're going to be disappointed. But this, they were speaking the truth. This mm. is this is awesome, and nice. you're you're not going to be disappointed in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. I would say maybe more than half of the movie, uh, Tom Cruise is in a plane or someone's in a plane and they're either fighting or training or whatever. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> it was loud, really, really loud. What I really awesome. want to know is, was there a volleyball scene? No, there was not a volleyball scene. But there was there wasn't a volleyball scene in the first one either. That's crap volleyball. That's not even real. There <laughs> fake volleyball. There, but they they did they did something it very similar to that. Anyways. So it was just one of those Ooh, things where it's like it was a callback. Pong. Sand ping pong. Yeah. All right. All right. Something like that, sure. Now, I mean I I feel like I'm I was never like a huge fan of the first Top Gun. Uh I feel like I'm gonna be lit on fire for saying that, but um there just wasn't like a ton in the movie like of substance i guess it was just like you know mm. back in the day cool with jets and tom yeah. cruise without a shirt on on a motorcycle you know or whatever um but now i am gonna have to watch the second one because oh, yeah it's everybody if, is literally raving about it yeah i mean even if you didn't see the first top gun i mean you have to, i mean it, it's you have to see the first top gun because the second the second one i mean it's a continuation of the story uh you said tom cruise is still top gun so um it, there's so many so many callbacks to it that uh especially in the story that you, you it's it's required viewing uh for you to have any sort of knowing what's going on in top gun 2 or top maverick uh they they show a lot of things they do like um you know video clips from the original top gun as people are like remembering things and things like that mm. um to keep you up up to up to date and up to speed of it uh but I still think you need to watch Top Gun, the first one. Nice. Yeah, the wife and I are definitely going to be doing that. I saw the buzz like when it came out on Friday, mm-hmm. and I feel like every day someone has said something about this movie, and I'm I'm pretty <laughs> surprised. I, I really felt like it was just – there are times when the movies feel like they're just they're, – they're like they're preying on our nostalgia. They're just like, you know what? You have lots of nostalgia for us to cash in, so we're going to do that. And it, it sounds like they didn't like they did it, but they did it responsibly and they gave <clears throat> something of substance. So yeah, Doesn't yeah, Top Gun seem like the, definitely the series or the sequel that would do that that would like really capture our nostalgia. For yeah, just of be money. Like, like, hey, it you seems know what? Like it's a prime we're going to take your breath away. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> did they have that yeah. song in it again? Of course, yeah. yeah they have. They, I think they have all that. all the same uh, music in this. Highway to the. I was telling Mindy earlier. Yep. Highway yeah. to the Danger Zone, baby. This is actually one of the first. So I back in the day, probably from I, I want to say from elementary school all the way to college, I had a tendency. I'm I'm an honest kid, but I would for whatever reason I would borrow quote unquote my fa- my parents things. And this is the first thing I remember, quote unquote, borrowing was their was their cassette tape. What's that? So you were not an honest kid then. I was because I would give it back if they asked me, "Hey, did you steal this?" I'd be like, "Yeah." So (laughs) it's not like I hid it. It's just I would take it without asking. But I borrowed their uh, their cassette. You know, their their little cassette tape, music cassette tape. Not that half of you who are listening know what that is. Hopefully you do, but uh, and I just listen to that thing over and over again. I mean, Highway to the Danger Zone. Oh my gosh, that's Talk fantastic! About, I just love that song. Yeah. I actually remember that song being like my one memory from like childhood of that song was they were always playing it at like that. Um, it wasn't leaps and bounds, like the Discovery Zone, maybe. Oh like yeah, giant arcade place for kids. Like the, I feel like they just played Danger Zone just on repeat at that place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? It's a great song. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it got me fired up as a kid. Mm-hmm. No doubt. 
Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we, so we did that, and then I played a little bit of games this weekend, but it's not an, any new games I played. Okay. But I did play some old games. I played some PS2 games. I played some PS3 games. I bet you played them in a new way. I did play them in a new way. Mm-hmm. I played them on the new Steam Deck. And my goodness, let me tell you, this Rob. is the console portable PC to rule them all. <laughs> this is this is amazing. Like uh, it is. I'm t- I'm carrying around a uh, a gaming PC with me, and this there's so many things that uh, you can do with this game. I mean, you can play Steam games, you can play all the new Steam games, but what's nice uh, about the system is you can load pretty much anything on there, like you do with would with, with a with a PC. So um, I've I'm getting ready to go on vacation, and I'm like, okay, I want to get all this stuff ready so that I can. Uh, have games to play when I'm on vacation because I don't want to have to t- lug a PS5 or my Xbox Series X or whatever. I just want to be able to carry this. Uh, so I did some. I looked at some YouTube videos, looked at some, looked at some walkthroughs, and I installed uh, the PS2 emulator. I installed a PS3 emulator. Uh, I installed the uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming on it. Uh, so it allows me to play all the Xbox games uh, th- via the internet. Uh, I installed the PlayStation Remote Play. I installed the PlayStation Now. Um, and this it just allows me to play anything that I want to play uh, nice. wherever I am. And it's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, now, it, I am not a a PC nerd. Like, I don't know what these guys, like, I'm watching these YouTube videos and some of these guys are talking to you like you know what they're talking about. Like, all you need to go is into the BIOS file and then you just gotta, you gotta uh, rename this and then you just gotta extract it here. And then when you extract it, you rename it to the bin and then you're you're done. And I'm like, I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> you're like, <coughs> pause, Google, yeah, to go what first. is bin? What is BIOS? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what in the world? Like, so um, what is extract? I, so I found. I was like, uh, if if I saw a YouTube video and it was three minutes long, I was like, I know they're not they're not gonna speak my language. I was looking for 17, 30 minute long videos that they're like, okay, step by step, this is what you do. This is the link. Here it is. Click on it. Copy what's in there. Copy it to this folder. And once you're doing that, then they open up the new window. They're like, okay, here, go add this game and then rename this. And then it was just like, it was so like some of these people that are out there, uh, you know, making these videos uh, allowed me to have a great experience with the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, and because I didn't know what the heck I was doing other than just watching YouTube videos. And I and like when I had a PSP, like I kind of did the same thing, but it was much, much simpler to do it. All you need to do is download, add the game to the file, and that's all you need to do. There's not much more to that. But for this, because there's so many different settings in the PC, there's so many, so many different like uh I can't I don't know what it's called. They're like um compatibility features. And there's like 
15 different operating systems that you need to you can choose from and i'm like i don't know which one to choose from let me watch a video and let me see let me let me figure out what because they're, they're like uh should you use the experimental proton or should you use the experimental uh proton 2 or is it the proton 6.3 ge i'm like what what is, what is this <laughs> so um pc master race my friend yeah i have no, I have no idea this is 100 percent why i love just to buy buy have a console put in a disc and i'm ready plug and play you know, like plug and play but uh just the way that you can configure this uh and it it's amazing um there's like for example i was in the uh playstation remote play and i remoted in to play my wwe 2k22 as it were as usual as and tradition. so yeah exactly so uh and it was so choppy and i'm like what in the heck so I looked on a YouTube video and they, were, they showed all these different things, different settings that you can, you know, reduce the uh, FPS and, and, and max it out uh, or you can uh, limit things and change all these settings. And so I mess with it and the PS remote play runs better and smoother than I've ever played in remote mm. play. And it's my goodness uh, uh i tried ps now there is a very very noticeable lag uh i i booted up horizon zero dawn and i was running around there and there was a noticeable lag so that's that's i, I think that's just ps now um because what what, what I, have, I have ps now usually when i play a ps now game i download it because uh, there's, there's no lag um but there's a noticeable lag on the Steam Deck. Now, on the Xbox side, when I was playing the Xbox uh, Cloud Gaming and I played, um, what did I play? I played Life is Strange. Uh, I played Forza. I put in Gears of War 5. And there was literally no noticeable lag. There was just mm. a very small, very, very small, like where you can like kind of notice it. But when you're playing like in-game, uh, I could barely even notice it. Nice. Um, so that's what that's huge when you're playing online games. So Xbox has really done it really well with their cloud gaming. Um, but uh, but yeah, I only have one PS2 game. I downloaded I downloaded 24, played Ooh. the first two missions. That was that was great. It looks way better on the on the Steam Deck than it does on the uh, on the original PS2 uh, because you can like upres it, uh, and it's like um, some settings that you can. Uh, because I think it it was like 20, like 30 frames per second on PS2, maybe even less. Uh, and I'm running it on 60 FPS right now, which is, is buttery smooth. Nice. Uh, which you can definitely tell it. I mean, like when it's 60 frames per second and I have it up resed, you know, you can tell that it's an old game because it's very, very blocky. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this this Steam Deck is awesome. So awesome. I don't think I remember. I mean, like I'm sitting here in front of my PS5 and I'm playing it on my Steam Deck. Like that's how much like I want to play it on the Steam Deck because it's so easy just yeah. to walk up, walk around. You know, I was in the living room tonight and uh, my son was watching uh, or playing Forager on Xbox and I was right beside him playing PlayStation 5 on this. Like it was mm, so awesome. Uh, the only thing is, is it's a little heavy. It is it is noticeably heavy. So I've been playing it for the past week, and uh, my buddy Justin wanted to play Apex. So I picked up a PS5 controller for the first time in like five days, <laughs> and it felt so small. 
It's kind of like when you're like, when you're lifting, you're working out and you got like, you know, 50 pound weights or whatever you're doing. And then you go to pick up a 10 pound weight. You're like, oh, this is nothing. That's the way it felt like when I was picking up the PS5 controller. Like when you put those donuts on the baseball bat. Yes, exactly. That's exactly the, yeah, that's exactly the way it felt. As soon as you take the donuts off uh, and how you feel how light the bat is, that's what it was with the PS5. Like I felt like, because it's not a it's not a natural like with big hands it's great so ronnie if you have if you were to have the steam deck it's it is uh it's great for big hands for small hands it's pretty hard because the the thumbsticks are at the top of the machine they're not in the middle um or or down or off center they're both at the top uh so it makes you kind of hold it up a little higher um but uh that's the only that's the only gripe i guess not really uh so it's not like i'm gonna like you cannot like lay on your bed and have the steam deck above you and play because if that thing (laughs) thing falls on you it's gonna break (laughs) your face yeah yeah people be like you can fight no i was playing video games and i dropped it on my face Yeah, yeah. Dropped all my video games on my face. I feel like I've, I don't know how big, how heavy it is, but it feels like two pounds. Like it feels heavy. You better man up. Um, but Make yeah, it uh, it's uh, it's great. It's 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 fantastic. Um, I if I had, to, I, I mean, early rating on this, uh, it is a nine out of ten machine. All right. Next time it's, we see him, he's gonna have forearms like Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I might have carpal tunnel as well. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That's it for me. Right. Lucas. Hi. How was your week, man? Uh, I was uh it was pretty good. It was not a standard week. Um, of course, in some ways it was. I played my good old fashioned roguelite faves. Um, I did complete Celeste and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So I am pumped to spoil and praise uh, these games and upcoming spoiler casts in the coming weeks. Um, I will say that since I beat Rift Apart, but the game for the month was technically Ratchet and Clank, I did feel a little bad not giving any kind of love to the OG. So I actually went back and started working on challenge mode because I kind of want to get the get the old, you know, platinum. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to get the platinum for Rift Apart. Um, but I wanted to check out Ratchet and Clank, the OG, um, you know, just from a few years ago. Oh, yeah, and, 2016 or something like that. And it feels like it's 10 years older. Like it's, Oh, no. It, uh, it doesn't look near as nice as I remember. Uh, you know, I played Rift <laughs> Apart, so I had all the bells and whistles, PS5 only game, you know, everything. And then I mm-hmm. go back to this PS4 game that, it's like it's it's nice. It looks nice, and I know when we played it, we were like, "This looks like a Pixar movie." And now it's like, "Oh yeah, maybe amazing. Toy, maybe Toy Story one, maybe Toy Story two, <laughs> whereas Rift Apart looks like Toy Story four or maybe five if they ever do that. Like it looks so good. And then I go back to this, and like I can't dodge. I can't. Uh, what is some other stuff? I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't sprint. I'm like holding forward and I'm like, okay, where's the sprint button? I'm running like I'm like walking to the other that's side like, of the that's map. That's like a number one thing that you have to have in games like this is a sprint button or run yeah, button. You would think. And and in Rift Apart, they gave you those rocket boots and it was awesome. Oh, you know, yes. spoiler for the spoiler cast. I use those rocket boots 24 seven little ice skating thing going on, you know, that's like, Always. Oh, so cool. Yeah. And then I go back to this old one and I'm like, uh, where am I? 
Where are my rocket what you, boots? What are you, Thank 400 you. pounds? Come on, let's <laughs> yeah. shed some weight like, here. Let's go. Trotting along. And I'm like, golly. But uh, it's still it's still a stellar game, and uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's not that long of a game, so I'm I'm flying through it pretty well, and I uh, just have a few more trophies yet left, a few more guns to level up, and uh, I just have to make everybody in this playthrough dance. That's the the trophy, the only trophy I'm nervous about, and there's no way to track it. You have to make everybody dance based off of one of your guns called the Groovatron, and you just have to make every enemy in the game dance. Like every single person you come across? Every single enemy you come across. So I'm like constantly throwing, it's a disco ball. And so you throw it out. And instead (laughs) of the enemies like attacking you, they all start doing different dance moves. And it's pretty funny because every enemy has its own like dance move, whether it's the floss, (laughs) the hammer, you know, hammer time (laughs) dance or whatever. Like they do all kinds of funny dances and uh, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. And it makes it easy just to, you know, just shoot everybody and take out your enemies. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm working on that little by little. Uh, I did give the Vita some love. You're not the only one who has a handheld that hey. got some love this week. I got my old Vita, old faithful, and uh, played that over the weekend because I did a little traveling. And uh, I played what I would probably call the spiritual predecessor to Broforce. I don't know if you guys have played a little old classic arcade gem to me. I think it was on a like an old system back in the day called Metal Slug. Oh, Metal uh, Slug, yes. Yeah. I have so, not heard of that. I thought you were going to say Contra. Oh, no. No, Contra I knew everybody had heard of. This one's this one's a little bit after, and it's it's a, it's got more cartoon animation, but it's like cartoon violent like animation. Like It's very Broforce, but with pretty nice. decent animation. And uh, it's just a fun game because it is just like bullets everywhere, dudes dying everywhere. Like It's a type of game, Ronnie, where... You, you automatically do melee. You don't have to switch between guns and melee. You shoot guns up until you get next to them, and then you knife everybody around you. Like, <laughs> nice. It's a samurai sword. And uh, yeah, so I played through that. It was like seven missions, and uh, I played it on easy. And since it's based now, on an arcade game... Oh, go ahead. What's up? Which, which Metal Slug was it? Was it Oh, was yeah, it there's XX? like a, a thousand of them. It was XX. Yeah. yeah, XX is is I think the one that I played uh, on Vita. It might have been free, but that is was awesome. I think it was. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. And it and it's great because since it's based off an arcade game, there's no limits. It's just like continue. Well, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to continue. So then I just kept going and going and going and going and beat it. And uh, so uh, it was good. It was good times. Nice. So I, so I enjoyed that. Um, as for my travels, I took a little trip up north and uh, it did not disappoint. Okay. If I'm being honest, it actually did disappoint a little bit, but it was my own fault. Because, for a good story though yeah oh yeah i got a little so buckle up i'm gonna give buckle, you a little story grandpa's up. gonna share a little story with you <laughs> uh it all started a few weeks ago where i was searching when i was searching for the cheapest plane tickets i could find and i was searching i was searching and the prices were nasty like they were much higher than i thought you know when i had gone on a trip up north uh, to the northeast in april it had cost, you know, so much. And everything that I was looking at was like a thousand above that. And I'm like, Hmm, I don't, I don't like this. I'm going to keep searching. I asked a few people asked around and, and all of a sudden I found, I found a ticket for half price. I was like, I got to jump on this. It was like half, if not a third, the price. And I'm like, I don't care if it's too good to be true. I'm going to make this work. So I clicked on it. And all of a sudden, all these like stipulation warnings popped up. It's like, Hey, just so you know, you're paying this cheap price, but 
One, you can't even bring carry-on. You can bring a personal bag. It costs you $5 it. to wear a shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to pay for each clothing you wear. There's an app purchases on this. <laughs> so it's like you, ha- you can only use a personal bag, no carry-on, no undercarriage for sure. Because what this was, was a... Uh, it's a, it's a flight where it was going to a final destination different than where I wanted to go, but the layover was my destination. So it was kind of like a, you know, they're going to go down to a slow roll and just drop me off. And I just jump off. <laughs> Duck and roll. <laughs> Duck and roll. Like you can hitch a ride on this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I remember that being a thing in the U S I was like, I've never done that in Brazil, but Hey, it's worth a shot for this cheap price. So I clicked it, bought it, um, went with it. And everything was normal. Like I was getting updates and I was, you know, registering and stuff and giving my documentation information. And then the day of, I go to the airport. Um, I, you know, I have to get an Uber to the bus station. Then I need to get a bus to the airport. And then I get to the airport and I go to, you know, check in. And they're like, huh. They're like, We're, we've never seen this code before. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, it says your, your final destination is this city but your paper says it's this city. I'm like, yeah, that's the city I'm going to because it's like a halfway point. And they're like, yeah, you can't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean I can't do that? <laughs> like, you know you what? We're going to leave gonna... now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're like, we're, we're going to send you to the manager. So I go to the manager and by the grace of God is all I can say is they were like, you know what? You're not really supposed to do this. Next time you need to buy it through us, not this third party. And I'm like, well, if you'd sell it cheaper, I would do that. But you're not selling at fair price. But I didn't say that. I was just like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've never I've never purchased through this company before, which is true. I'd never purchased through them. Um, and so I was like, so what, what's going to happen on the way back? They're like, well, that's up to the airport. I'm like, great. So I'm going to have to Uh-oh. go through this again. So I get to the other side. I, I reach my city. And before I get to you know the continuation of this leg of the journey, I get to my city and it's like 7, 7.30 uh, the place I need to get to is like 40 minutes away. And uh, I'm, in an, I'm in an Uber area. It's like designated Uber. And a guy walks up to me. He's like, hey, where are you going? And I'm like, well, this is the address. He's like, "Ooh, that's pretty far. He's like, I'll, uh, I'll do it for 100. And I look on the app. I'm like, the app says 50. And he's like, <laughs> well, it's far away. I'm like, well, the app says 50. And he's like, okay. And so he walks away. I get the, I use the app. The guy comes, takes me. Uh, it's supposed to take 36 minutes to get there. An hour and 27 minutes later, we are lost. No! Oh, no. <laughs> so I find out after the fact that this happened to multiple people going to this to this conference. This was a church conference that I was going to, and they had all had the same thing happen. And I'm like, we couldn't have warned people in the chat, like our you know little group chat, say, hey, by the way. This uh, this address is bogus. So they they're gonna be this... like they're sitting back there, like <laughs> <laughs> I got you too. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, the, let's see how this plays out. I mean, I'm thankful for the Uber driver I had because he was a really honest guy, really nice guy. I kept apologizing, and saying I'm really sorry. Like this is the only address I had, and we we were driving down this, and this is like this is like at eight eight o'clock at night, but a dirt road, no lights, 
there's a few like yeah, it's oh, like mean, this is, no this is how in horror no street lights. The car headlights. No correct? street. Yeah, that, yeah, the car headlights. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that sketchy of an Uber <laughs> driver. Flashlight out there, like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's like turned on the flashlight to his cell phone. He's like, oh, get, where's my lighter? Going? Where's my lighter? <laughs> yeah. No, but we we drove around. And he's like, should I keep going down this road? I'm like, I don't know. There was bad service. There was like everything was going against us. And I was just like, this is not going to end well. This is like right like, before an alien abduction. You know yeah, what? If or, you would have paid that $100 of the other guy, he might have taken you right to that. He, he might have. Or he might have just dropped me off because his would like, have been like an under the table. <laughs> Forget this it. Guy's, Kick you this out. guy that had me was at least accountable to, to Uber. Like he couldn't <laughs> just say, well, I'm done with you. I'm just dropping you off here on the side of the road. Uh, but he stuck with it. And finally, I was able to reach one of the people at the conference. They sent me like uh, a location, uh, you know, to, that we could just put into like lat- latitude Google and longitude. Maps. Yeah, like like real location. Like this is it. This is where we are. And so we finally got there. And why didn't uh, they do that in the beginning when they ooh. knew this thing would happen? Uh, like, like I like you said, they were just they wanted to mess with everybody in the group. Apparently, <laughs> so. evil. Where'd you go? <laughs> mean you're supposed to be church leaders and you're doing that to your to people so but i finally made it and um it was a great visit got to to hang out and reconnect with a bunch of people in our denomination in the church uh across all across brazil this was a national conference there were you know there were a couple hundred people there uh i got to you know i got to share a little bit got to talk a little bit but most of all just got to have great fellowship with people and and just kind of plan for the future and like set up some future ministry projects and future connections, speaking engagements, et cetera. So uh, it was it was really great and uh, really refreshing. And then uh, coming back again, they were like, you're not supposed to have this kind of ticket. And I'm like, I, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, it's, it's really fun to just, you know, I knew what was going on, but honestly, I didn't know what I was getting into. And I could just keep playing dumb and not feel bad about it. I'm just like, I don't. I'm just a foreigner. What do I know? So <laughs> I just went with it. And thankfully they were merciful yet again. And they, they sent me home. So was the I made home. just like you wouldn't be able to use that ticket and just have to like find another way home. They would, they would, they would charge me. Like I'd have to pay like a full price ticket or they mm. said that they said I'd, I'd either have to buy a new ticket or they would like delay me like a day or two or find something that's comparable to the price. Uh, actually on the way back, the 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 lady that was taking care of me, she was like, well, I could send you through this city and then this city and then your destination. And I'm like, good gracious lady, that's I mean, it's your guys' <laughs> gasoline. Like you're you're plain diesel. You're just wasting it on me when I paid like you got a week of layovers. <laughs> I'm saying, well, we, yeah. we, we got a messenger bike over here you can ride on the back of. They got pegs, so you'll be yeah, outstanding. Yeah. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> you look like you got so, strong legs, son. Yeah. Yeah. So it was definitely a new experience. Speaking of new, we got a new show to talk about. Do we not? I think. Do we? We do. We do. We do. Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's right, folks. We are talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, episodes one and two, fresh on Disney Plus this past week. Uh, in fact, we're talking about episodes one and two, and tomorrow comes out episode 
number three. So oh. it's pretty exciting. Mm. Pretty, pretty exciting. All right. For the third week in a row, we are talking about a Disney property, this time transitioning away from Marvel. Uh, we're going to go into the well-known space opera of Star Wars, the next, next installment in the Star Wars universe uh, with Obi-Wan. It just hit digital shelves. And uh, before we get into spoiler territory, of course, or the nitty gritty of the good, bad, and perhaps the ugly of the show, uh, let's give our thoughts and rating for those who perhaps have not seen it yet, just stumbled upon our podcast, and for some reason don't know how to press stop. And they're just like, no, I don't, what do I do? They're going to say a spoiler. Oh, a, what happens with uh, Anakin? Ah. That's my, uh, <laughs> that's like my, my panic spoiler voice. That's what I do when I don't want to hear a spoiler. <laughs> panic. Ah. So, uh, guys, spoiler-free review. Let's just go in the same order. We shared our What's Up News stuff. Ronnie, what are your spoiler-free thoughts and rating of Obi-Wan? Spoiler-free thoughts. Yeah, do your best. Um. So I, I really like the show. Um, as far as ratings go, I would give it an eight out of 10 so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my favorite thing about the show is seeing all of those characters that we've seen throughout the years. Mm. Um, you know, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like he has like fallen into like star Wars lore for a period of time. And now it's like the legend has come back. Yeah. So it's, that part is just awesome. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Patrick. Uh, yeah. Uh, this, this is a uh, eight out of 10 so far. Um, only because it's only been two episodes. Uh, so definitely it's, I mean, these, there are some things in the, in the show that, um, that are inconsistent and weird, but, yep. uh, we're going to talk about it. I tell you what, I tell you what, this is uh, when, the show starts and they do like felt like four minutes of uh, prequel recap and you know like we've we've everyone's been talking about the prequels it's it's either you love them or you hate them more people hate them than than anything else it's it's the bottom of the barrel of the of this of the trilogies yeah. uh, but they do that four minute intro uh, a recap of the first three movies and it gets me hyped. Like Dude. super hyped. I'm like, man, were these better than I thought they were? Because I re- I watched them recently, but I'm like, man, I feel like I need to watch them again. I got emotional watching yeah. the first four minutes. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't. I never even liked the prequels that much. It was solid, Ronnie. You muted. Muted. So uh, one of the reviews I saw was that they added, um, basically, they turned all those scenes into like such a cinematic like buildup. Uh, yeah. But the scenes themselves necessarily throughout those movies are not as like dramatic and as crazy as they made them seem in that four oh, yeah. minute spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. They it took was, it was professional was cutting, about like it. editing. Yeah. It was professional editing. <laughs> it was awesome. so good. <laughs> so if the, 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 that like little montage uh, got me hyped for the show more than ours already hyped for the show, because this is in the world of Darth Vader. You know, this is right after episode three or what? 10 years after episode three, something like that. Ten years. Yeah. Um, hey, no. So I'm um, like, yes, this is the, you know, we're, we're not going to have, we're not going to have Luke. We're not going to have, we're gonna, not going to have these other guys. This is good. I, to me thinking this is going to be the uh, Obi-Wan um, and Darth Vader. And, but we have, you know, we're getting the spoilers here, but, but uh, it's just like the, 
more the anticipation of what's going to happen in the show is right. more i'm more excited for that um than anything else but it was solid solid first two episodes eight out of ten nice all right uh before i give my spoiler free review and rating uh mark why don't you go ahead and this is where we would do a voicemail but instead i'm gonna read it because why'd you introduce him like that i don't know Dang it. <laughs> I might not have thought it through, okay? I just started talking and words came out. So uh, before I go ahead, I'm going to read Mark's review. Yeah. Okay? That's how it works. All right. I have nothing but good things to say about these first two episodes. I am so glad to be back in this world. I am so glad to be revisiting a lot of these characters from the prequels as well as the original trilogy, also being introduced to new ones and characters from the expanded universe uh, from, you know, like cartoons and things that, uh, like the Grand Inquisitor and the Inquisitors in general, it's just fantastic to be out of, uh, back in this world. And, and that's like his spoiler free portion. Uh, he is going to pepper in some thoughts as well as through me, his proxy, because he passed on some information to me. Okay. Uh, but based on what he reviewed, I'm going to say his rating is a 10 out of 10. So 10 out of 10. Uh, 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 camel fonts, of course. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, as as is you know fitting. Uh, me on the other hand, I thought this show just started with a bang. Uh, it hit me from the get go. It made me feel so much nostalgia, like you said, Ronnie. Like seeing you and McGregor, seeing Obi Wan again back. Like it's so good. And, and, and I feel like for the most part, he didn't disappoint. Like he was really solid. He, he definitely felt like the, the kind of Obi-Wan that we would get, like Patrick said, 10 years later. Um, I will say that not everything hit with me. Uh, uh, it didn't exactly draw me in, like through the course of the two episodes, I wasn't as drawn in as I thought I would be and like really engaged as effectively as I thought it would, you know, amidst there's, it's a very, I think it's an intriguing storyline. Uh, some good, I wouldn't call them twists, but developments that they didn't give away in the trailers um, and a solid cast. Um, there are definitely times when the story logic is a little weird. Like you said, Patrick, like I totally echo. We'll discuss some of those. Um, but overall, I, I pretty much have the same kind of overall feeling. I would say I might be closer to a 7.5. So I'm going to say a 7.8. I do definitely recognize I was kind of like between a seven and a half and an eight. And I was like, yeah. you know what? This is 7.8. That's good. Um, it's just, it's overall, it's solid. It's just, there's just some things that, you know, you can call it nitpicky. You can call it, let's just enjoy things. Well, I just, there's just some stuff we're going to talk about. I mean, you enjoyed it. So there's, no, yeah. I totally yeah. enjoyed it. And a 7.8 is a fine start. It's, I think, more than, more than anything, like when you start with the mountain of nostalgia and that recap at the beginning, man, like I said, like I was, I was getting emotional and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't think I cared about the prequels that much. Yeah. Apparently I do. And uh, with that, let's just jump right into spoiler territory, episode one, entitled Part One. I, I think I've, I think in looking things up that pretty much every episode is part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, yeah. part six, which I think is a little weird just because they've usually like with Mandalorian and Boba Fett, they give names to it. That kind of gives like a, almost like a chapter name to it or something, but no, it's just part 
one through six. So I tell you what, when the Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, title comes up and the music is playing, oh, yeah. was it me or did this not sound like the Spider Man video games music? Okay. I didn't think of that, but okay. I can. All right, listen to it again, and I'm like, "Am I playing a Spider-Man Miles Morales game?" Yeah, you know, like that's what it, that's what it felt like to me. And that, from that beginning, because I always because the Disney Plus TV shows when they make their intro music, you know, it is so good. Like yeah. Mandalorian is so good. So good. Boba, Boba Fett Boba was Fett. not as good as Mandalorian, but it was still uh, good. But it was it was so the, singable though. Like it gets stuck in your head. Like Boba. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and this was that, this was another thing. Like I'm like, oh, this thing, is yeah. this is feels like it's more Marvel than it is Star Wars. Yeah, I could see that. It definitely felt yeah. like that. I think you know we talked about the prequel opening um, with the little edit there. I think this was like a a two hit punch beginning because we jump right into not actually Obi Wan. We jump right into Order sixty six being initiated in the Jedi Temple. Yeah. And I tell you what. I feel morbid saying this, but I, I, I get jazzed every time they show me a new perspective and a new like angle of order 66 being, you know, being enacted. Yeah. Off. It kind of lets you in though, to show you how horrible like order 66 oh, for sure. was like, and yeah. you didn't really get that look before. No, you just kind of yeah, know I mean, that a lot of those things happen, but it's, yeah. like, I mean, you got the, the and- you got the worst with, you know, Anakin killing the younglings, but at the same yeah. time, I, I can't, yeah, I can't you don't see the full expanse of it. I can't look at Order sixty six the same because I, I most recently played uh, Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars, and oh, uh, no. he's like execute <laughs> Order sixty seven, and it's like it's like you want everyone <laughs> to do a dance off or something stupid like that. He's like, oh right. yeah, execute Order sixty six. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I can't look at it the same way. That's hilarious. I can't wait to play through. That. I haven't gotten to that part yet in the, the Skywalker saga, but that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, so we're at the Jedi Temple. Order 66 has been enacted. A Jedi teacher is training some... It seems like a mix of younglings and teenagerlings. I didn't seem like a a complete... I I was afraid for a split second. I was like, oh my gosh, they're not going to show like Anakin lighting up some kids or something, are they? But then thankfully they didn't. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, you just... You you pretty much recognize the, the Jedi trainer. She sacrificed her life for the kids and they presumably got away. And since we're in spoiler territory, I'm just going to say right now that I think Riva is someone from that group. Like, I'm just going to jump into that because we're introduced to the Inquisitors not long after this. Uh, we're in, introduced to the Grand Inquisitor, who is from uh, Star Wars Rebels. Maybe Ronnie, I think, who watched it, recognizes him. And then there's also the fifth brother, who's from Rebels. And then the third sister, who's Riva, Reva whatever her name is. Reva, and she's, she's new. Reva's new to the Inquisitor realm and is for, for this show. But I, I have a feeling that she is one of those younglings that they trained. Uh, that was, yeah. That uh, so, um, so I, I didn't know, I never watched the Clone Wars and never watched Rebels, never watched right. any, any of those things. When I saw that the Inquisitors were on there, it reminded me of Jedi Fallen Order. That's where, that's where exactly. my mind yeah, was, going, was going. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I see the, their, their lightsabers and things like that, and then I see the Grand Inquisitor and that the, the Jedi Fallen Order teaser. The, the second one, uh, or Jedi That's Survivor, so yeah. uh, just came out, and there with the Grand Inquisitor was on there. I was like, I don't know who that is. And then when he showed up on in this series, I like did the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing, like, hey, yeah. that's, that's him. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so 
Yeah, and that's how they continue after they do the flashback to Order 66. Then they take us to, you know, uh, some inquisitors who are interrogating people trying to find Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think at this point they tell us they're on Tatooine, but you kind of just assume. <laughs> it's, always on, it's always Tatooine. It's always. <laughs> which I will say, it, Tatooine's getting a little old, isn't it? It, it is like, the center like, of the galaxy, apparently. <laughs> what a piece of crap of a planet, though. Goodness <laughs> it's it just is. sandy and dry. Everybody's poor. I it's hate like the sand. worst planet ever. He gets in your clothes and, yeah. I mean, what are, like, like, what are these? They're, everyone's like, they're on Tatooine. Who cares? Just. You should have done let this be, on like indoor. Yeah, <laughs> totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Obi Wan should have protected. Should have been protecting Chewie on on a uh, cashier <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't. But just so he could be, you know, just take it easy. You know, get a little hammock in the trees. Instead, he's on this nasty desert planet. But anyways, we're not getting to him yet. Uh, the Inquisitors <laughs> are looking for a Jedi. They go to uh, their, you know, the, the the local water cooler. And pretty much at, at, as they have a little speech and the Grand Inquisitor is trying to intimidate everyone and Reva tosses a knife at someone using the force and it's blocked. Uh, and then you're like, ooh, who is it? And it's none other than our favorite Jedi, Nari. You what? know, right? Where's Nari from? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> He's, a, <laughs> He's a totally new character. He's not I was, even. I was wondering what you said. It. I was like, well, he it's not. It, it wasn't Kumail, which we'll which we'll get to. Kumail. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get to Kumail for sure. Uh, yeah, no, Nari's a new character. He was just and. I, and I wouldn't be, they didn't give very much background on him. He's just, he's a force sensitive, you know, seemed to be like someone who was trained, but hadn't been trained in a long time. Uh, and, and you know, because of Reva's actions and Reva's actions and the the grand Poupon guy not liking what she did, that gives a chance for this Jedi kid to, Jedi young man to run away. Um, and then from there we go to Obi-Wan. I was confused and, why he just like, just ran out and they just really didn't even pursue him or anything like he, yeah, they were like, just like he pulled down like a little tarp, and they're like, like "Oh no, we can't get past this tarp." <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, let's just say it Trap right now. Them. We're gonna get to it, but chase scenes in this, these two episodes <laughs> so were bad. not the best. <laughs> so they, they were a little subpar, and it did <laughs> start confusing. with this there tarp. Is, there was a couple of confusing things. <laughs> One of them yeah, involved so the chase scene. <laughs> That Why is, are you running true. after him? It's only a tarp, and it only covered half the it's entrance. Like, oh, it's a, I'm allergic. I'm allergic to tarps. I can't. What? I can't go near that. And he just like pulled down the tarp. Like that's the only thing away. you brought down. I was like, oh, what a daring escape! You know? No wonder they haven't caught him. We can't shoot lasers through these tarps. I'm the tarp bandit. I use tarps to smoke, and it's not smoking mirrors. Nobody it's tarps. Choke anymore? Like, He's a magician. Where'd he go? All I see is tarps. <laughs> yeah, so tarp Jedi runs away, and. Uh, <laughs> And I guess the the excuse would be that they were a little distracted because you find out in this moment that Riva R- is very much like after Obi Wan oh, for whatever she's, reason. She's amazing. Like uh, and throughout she's the first awesome. couple episodes, she awesome. like she she's, has intimidating presence. For oh, sure. she does. Uh, I love the 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 love her the way she interacts with the rest of the Inquisitors, and she's like no, the, and she's all she feel, it feels like she's smarter than everyone else, yeah. uh, and she's also ruthless, and that's. Uh, I like I like her, I like her character. Yeah, yeah, she is definitely. Yeah, she's a good, good, definitely a, a good, strong, like a, a, not a standard villain. Like the Grand yeah. Inquisitor, I I remember him from Rebels being a little more interesting 
but in this, he feels like in these two episodes, he feels like just like a I'm in charge and you're going to do what I say. And yeah, whatever you said, <laughs> we're going to do like he's like, has no pretty original much the, thoughts uh, yeah, whatsoever. That's a, that's a nutshell. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So from there, we go to Obi-Wan and we find him at a meat factory quote unquote <laughs> just cutting and... some raw gross <laughs> desert fish <laughs> raw meat cubes just cut yeah them just up. putting a little piece in his pocket and you're like are you gonna have that as a snack later like that's a, in, in this in this scene like i'm watching it and i noticed the guy that's to the left of obi-wan and he's sitting there with his knife and he's just not doing anything and i'm like <laughs> oh really yeah. i was like what what is he's like he's, he's, he's like, like we said cut right we're I'm, not filming right i'm old and i'm slow like <laughs> yeah for like seven ten straight seconds he's like just still like what this meat's really sure tough <laughs> yeah yeah he's like, like really like close to it after that <laughs> scene like that was a good scene but you're fired <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much we'll leave it in but get out of here yeah. <laughs> we'll find another you're... poor looking guy <laughs> so yeah so he's working for a meat factory he's uh you know keeping an eye on luke it's kind of given the day and you know the average day and in uh, Obi-Wan's life, keeping an eye on Luke. And uh, he takes him. I thought this was a, a cute little moment where he goes to their house at night and he's like their own personal Santa Claus um, and, and leaves a little toy for Luke. Uh, and then the next day, you know, Uncle Owen's there to be like, don't give us any handouts, sucker. Get out of here. And uh, Owen's, you know, <clears throat> is there, Owen. was a, um, there was a TikTok going around where it said, uh, like when he when obi-wan says to uncle owen he's like well it's like when the boys of age he must be trained then he turns and he's like just like you trained darth vader (laughs) that that guy's like emotional damage (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah man i mean we knew it was coming because it was in the the trailer but it still is just like oof burn well you don't 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 skip past though the the scene where he's talking to the jawa like that was a hilarious you're so right He's like, yeah, my flux capacitor is broken. He's like, oh, I got a piece for that. And oh. He's like, you, t- you kidding me? Like, you stole yeah, you, that. You're trying to sell it back to me. You couldn't even clean, clean it. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, that's extra to clean it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just tries to it. Dude, that, yeah, you're right. Sorry, I did not mean to skip over that. That Jawa conversation was hilarious. That was Man. funny. Yeah. And it, and it had very much like, that was the first moment where it's like, okay, Obi-Wan, like you and McGregor's Obi-Wan is still obi-wan yeah like yeah that's when you first see him kind of come out a little bit he's not yeah. like this broken silent yeah person like not when quite he, yeah so that was that was that was nice and that was definitely a fun light moment and then the next day he talks to owen and then of course the the inquisitors show up and uh are interrogating people threatened to obliterate uh owen's family and you know you think at some point is obi-wan gonna step in what's gonna happen mm-hmm and well, uh i think that brings you also to a point where they're showing throughout the whole episode so far that the only way a jedi basically can stay alive and stay hidden is to not be a jedi they have all these like moral battles that they can't fight anymore they basically just have to like he just has to come like be silent and do nothing i don't know if at this point the um once he like gets to the end of the day at the little meat cube plant if like the guy cuts it like by half or whatever he's like i have a family to feed then he like punches the worker and like at that point as a jedi he should be 
you know, fighting for the right thing and he can't. So right. there's like a, a kind of an internal struggle with him. Like that they're I feel like they're kind of building up. And he has to do that because yeah. uh, he has to shut himself off from the force. Otherwise he'll be found. So that's why he like, he can't because if he does, if he does any sort of force moves, you know, uh, they'll sense it and yeah. they'll find him. So he has to stay, you know, like the, um, the, the guy in the shadows. And so people just like, Oh, he's just in the background. He's just a normal guy. And if they, yeah. They knew they he'd be done. Yeah, the setup for that struggle is done really well. Um, and yeah, you McGregor's acting, his his work, his character development is all just stellar and and really yeah. good. And it, and it really gives the dire nature of of like his position of guarding over Luke. Luke is the hope, but it's like like you said, Ronnie. Like <laughs> he's the hope, but at the at the expense of everybody else. Like he can't yeah. help anyone. He can't do anything. And, uh, you know, you get to see some more of that struggle once he's approached by Nari, the, the Jedi force sensitive guy who got attacked in the bar. He's like, Hey, I found you, you know, you're, you're Obi-Wan and we need to, we need to fight. We need to do this and that. I got your, you know, where he got the, the lightsabers. I have no idea. The whole lightsaber trail was a little weird. I was like, well, you got them. And, and Obi-Wan's like, you need to bury those. I don't want those. And uh, that was a rough him. scene because he like yeah. just he showed you that like, hey, I I can't help you. I'm not uh, I'm not that person. Nope. I, I got nothing. And so the guy leaves, apparently buries him. And the next day he's dead and uh, hanging from, you know, the rafters. And uh, it's I was it's trying to pretty, figure out if he was still dire. alive, by the way. Yeah, it he didn't move at all. And but he thankfully, wasn't really hung, the, just like yeah, bloody. they didn't do an old fashioned hanging, which I was thankful for. Like, yeah, me too. Me too. They showed a lot of it, and my kids were just sitting there. I'm like, they kept zooming up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, are they gonna have that? Like, like was he gonna have a hang around his neck? Something? Yeah. So so yeah, so it was pretty pretty dire. And then uh, we transitioned to a new planet, which is kind of new because we've rarely seen this planet. The first time we ever saw this planet, it was space dust old alderaan is where we went so uh we we are on alderaan now which i thought was did they did they allude to this in any of the trailers patrick do you remember uh, i didn't uh, watch any of the trailers saw? okay fair enough i didn't watch them <laughs> enough to remember so yeah. and i don't i just don't think they i feel like they only showed obi-wan and they only showed the inquisitors in the trailers so this was a nice surprise we're on alderaan uh we're clearly with you know old senator Bail Organa with the OG actor Jimmy Smith and uh, his his wife, and then a little uh, is supposed to be a ten year old girl, but it's clearly younger than that. No like, way! I'm like this entire like seven, I have I have the smartest kid I've ever heard. I have a seven year old, yeah. and I'm like this. My seven year old son is bigger than this girl. It's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no this, way. I was no way. six. Especially the way she her. runs. She's still learning to run. <laughs> she runs <laughs> like a six-year-old for sure, if not a five-year-old. I was like, what in the world? As a 10-year-old, she would have gotten away. <laughs> for a 10-year-old, she would have been convincing that she was actually running away. Like <laughs> she, she just kind of and, and she runs and she runs so like swiftly that she's outrunning like full-grown men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh. There's it's a one else. point. Uh, I don't. I'm. I might be getting ahead of your story here. You're, it's you're, fine. We're talking there, about when she girl, when Leia. she runs and she runs into into the woods and she's like all of a sudden like 
she may be five feet in front of someone and then you do a different different like uh angle and she's like 20 feet ahead and like how did she get 20 feet ahead already and then she like slides under a branch and the guy like runs into the branch like oh i can't get past this branch i'm like (laughs) what the heck is happening it's a a branch made of tarp (laughs) i can't escape this tarp it's a tarp branch (laughs) the tarp's back it's people don't have the same capabilities in this show (laughs) but what's funny is it like she really gonna go away there's no way she's gonna get away right before that moment when she runs up to uh you know flee from red hot chili peppers <laughs> needles needles uh when she runs up to him it's clear that she should be able to see him but then she doesn't see him till like she's like you said five feet in front facing and she's him. like yeah right oh. in front of him and it's like girl you, did you were, were you like <laughs> wear your, your glasses feet only yeah get your glasses on i was like okay you're even mindy looked at me and she's like how did she not see him like, <laughs> i'm like i don't know i mean she's a little she's a she's clearly she's a five years old kid. yeah she just learned to walk a week ago <laughs> so yeah but yeah so she prior to her getting kidnapped we're already talking about the kidnapping because the kidnapping is pretty comical like it's like three people can't catch this five-year-old kid. I know. What the heck? <laughs> no, they had the worst time. <laughs> they, they were. I could just see the director be like, okay, I need you to pretend like it's hard to catch her. Okay. And they're like, okay, we'll try. And they they took one take and they're like, that's good. Let's go wrap it up. <laughs> the guy who ran into the, into the branch and stopped was the same guy that was cutting the meat. And he was also fired. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, we'll but yeah. It. Prior to this terrible chase scene, um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was some good development of Leia as a little girl. Oh, yeah. I, I think the personality of this girl fit exactly like a New yeah. Hope Leia. Spot like, on. Snarky, smart. You can tell she's like intuitive, rebellious, rebellious but also intuitive, like, like really using the force to look into people, almost reading their minds, which is something that they don't hit in the original trilogy but when you watch it you could tell how like how keen and smart she is well she like uh, burns up her older cousin in that one conversation oh man she burns and lights him, him up <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like oh well uh, <laughs> <laughs> your, your mom goes to college <laughs> I, I know you are but what am i you don't yeah. say that <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a really funny moment, and and like her just you know her little you know sneakiness and with her little droid and running the forest that was all really good, and I really enjoyed that part of it. And then you get to the you know the kidnapping scene, and it's it's setting you up for you know the reason the MacGuffin mm-hmm. of why Obi Wan is going to be going off planet while he's going to kind of break his commitment and he's got to help. <laughs> he's the like, other ah, Skywalker. captured. No, I got to watch Luke while he's on Tatooine. <laughs> Yeah, playing making making sandcastles like <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Zoom ahead to then yes, Bail Organa asking Obi Wan, and he's like, "No, nah, I got this kid to watch." Oh, like, yeah, no. He's playing in the backyard, <laughs> like, <laughs> like making zoomy sounds, uh, sitting on his house. Yeah, so we <laughs> yeah. didn't actually talk about that, but that scene was actually really cool. I thought. Yeah, like, it was. He cool. was no, watching was. from a distance earlier on, and he's like up there, like he's on a fighter pilot, like or a fighter plane, like that was just really cool. Yeah, sneaking away and and just keeping an eye on him. And yeah, you get a little glimpse into to young Luke just really wanting to be a fighter pilot. Uh, but yeah, then fast forward to you know Obi Wan being asked by Bail Organa to rescue Leia, and he's like, Ah, yeah, well, I got I got this thing. I can't really 
I gotta go. He's like, she's kidnapped. In <laughs> 10 years. I haven't, I haven't yeah. done anything in 10 years. Yeah. I'm and old. in some ways, I get the apprehension. You're right, Ronnie. Like, it's been 10 years, and, you know, he, well, he's, he's basically not been a Jedi for 10 years. He's been in right, hiding. Right. Cut himself off from the Force. Yeah. He's just like an old man. Yep. But then he gets a personal visit from the dad, and you just, he couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. So he accepts the the role of going after Leia. They have a lead in, in, a, in a planet called Dayu. And so he, uh, he gets out his metal detector and just for the next week starts scouring the desert to find no, the lightsabers. Right <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he gets this yeah, buries it anywhere. Bury it anywhere. I'll find it if I need it. <laughs> he just it. goes right to the spot. Like, like, there's like, no oh, landmarks anywhere. Like ten years. How the heck did he find yeah, that? And I love, yeah, and I love how he brings his little shovel out of his sleeve, like it's a <laughs> shovel. He's like, uh, uh, this is obviously it's the like, exact oh, so we spot. Put this together. <laughs> he just screws it together. This he digs it up. Five seconds. He's got two lightsabers going, and I'm like, dang man, that was easy. <laughs> As soon as I saw this, I was like, you mean that desert hasn't shifted in 10 years? Like, that's all it does is blow sand all over the place. It's, it's yep. only like six what inches this like under the sand. Feet under? <laughs> nope. It was right there. He just, I mean, if we look at the, the sequel trilogy, you know, Ray was called by the lightsaber. So maybe there was some kind of lightsaber calling him. Lightsabers in there, though. There were two was lightsabers it two? in there. I thought there I'm was only sure. one. It was just, connect- I think it was just connected. Side by side. I thought I thought it was his and Anakin's. Well, if you remember, he oh. gives Luke later on, like in in the, his the first three movies, yep. he gives him his father's lightsaber, so he, he still had has to keep his. it. Also, ooh, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> Good call. So he gets the lightsabers. Well, he gets his lightsaber, uh, and we know he gets his lightsaber because when he goes to the uh, the ship bus station, <laughs> he flashes it for everyone to see. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to be incognito, but check this out, guys. Look at this. <laughs> Epic pause. You might as well be wearing <laughs> a sheriff's badge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was I funny. thought the same thing, too. I was like, man, you should have that in a backpack or something. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> put, it in the, put it in your sleeve with the shovel. You can't see that. <laughs> no wonder they're finding all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just, just you know. Hey, guys, I'm a Jedi, Jedi here. Nothing to see. <laughs> Good thing there's no Jedi around. They were teaching stealth at the Jedi Temple. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So that's episode one. <laughs> <laughs> we beat it, folks. We really did like the episode. but that were just, It was just some good parts to it. Yeah. <laughs> some parts that were just like, what is happening? <laughs> right now. <laughs> And uh, it's spoilers. Episode two has more of those parts. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it does. Let's get into it. It has great, great there's things more, going there's for more it. more Leia chase scenes where no one can catch her. <laughs> don't don't get ahead. Come on. This kid is just a flash, man. <laughs> don't get ahead, okay? I don't. We got to build up to this, okay? So. <laughs> Seems like everybody's running, but nobody's catching anybody. <laughs> what the heck? I want to see. Okay, we're already he jumping can, ahead. He can I find see a the box in the middle view. of a desert, and he <laughs> can't <laughs> find her. Lucas, I know I where you're see, going. I want to see I this want, too. I want to see the bird's eye view, the top-down view of how people were all chasing <laughs> after her. <laughs> It's like 50 roofs everybody's running They're across. like slow motion. It's like when you're pretend chasing a child that's clearly not going anywhere. And you're just like, oh, no, I can't catch you. Okay. But anyways, back to the beginning of the episode. So oh, okay. we get to Dayu, planet Dayu. Uh, Kenobi 
uh, encounters a, a con man uh, who's clearly not a Jedi, Haja Estri, who uh, is pretty much, you know, uh, just Swindler. swindling people. Exactly. Yeah. Taking yeah. their money. Uh, he was hilarious. I, I loved him as a con man, as a fake Jedi, uses little magnet hands. <laughs> and uh, yeah. What did you guys think of this? This uh, Jedi reveal when they said, oh, actually, you know what? Right before this, they revealed a uh, a homeless beggar clone trooper. What yeah. you guys think of uh, yeah. Boba Fett jumping in there? Uh, I can't remember his actor's name. I wish Mark were here to remember that. But Oh, and the the girl that was uh, trying to give him like oh, spice yeah. and stuff like that, that was Ewan McGregor's daughter. Yeah. Yep. I did not and know she, that. Yeah, so she even neat. she even she even made a comment like, "Oh yeah, I had a dad once." And it's like, "Ooh, burn. <laughs> Your dad's right there and you're already not claiming him." Uh, but yeah, so uh, that was a cool Kenobi. Yeah. That, that was a cool little uh, clone trooper moment. Um, and then he, you know, <clears throat> runs into to Haja and uh, what would you guys think of this little exchange kind of seeing him uh doing no. what he was doing uh, kumail's great in pretty much anything yeah. he does and you know like he's he's a con man but he's also a good man so like you know the the he is the the family that was there that wanted to get off the planet he was like i'll get you off the planet but you're it's gonna cost you and i'm also a jedi like he was very like <laughs> cost you a gazillion dollars he's like he's like yeah. I'm, I'm a jedi you know it's a little, he's little like, for a thousand i'll show you some little tricks he's <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know any tricks <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was he was good yeah so from there he you know obi-wan busts him and pretty much just you know holds a blaster to his face and is like tell me where i can find uh you know kidnap people and so he leads him to a place where pretty much obi-wan has to dress up like walter white and go breaking bad <laughs> inside of a little a little <laughs> what we can only imagine is a spice meth lab or whatever <laughs> and uh Causes a little chaos. Can I mention though that like, <laughs> yeah, he mention could it. not look more like an old tattered Jedi in those robes though. Like, why is he yeah. still wearing? He's the, the only Jedi one robes? that's wearing a Jedi robe. I, yeah. like, I was looking around. I was like, maybe everybody's wearing robes. Like, no, they're not. No, like, he's, got Jedi. <laughs> he's got the hood thing, and he's got his arms put inside the he's sleeves. He's either a Jedi like, or he stole those you... from a Jedi. There's only <laughs> yeah. two options. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He wasn't a uh, you know, and you you think about it, he got that you know, that, uh, that lab set up with the goggles. Like, what did he do with the dude that was wearing that? Like, did he, did he knock him out? Like, Knocked is that good out. dudes like body somewhere? Like well, those things curious. where the arm just comes out, grabs him, pulls him in. And then yeah, he walks it's out like, clothes. All right. Yeah. I'm, and, and, and I'm sure with that being uh, that, you know, spice meth lab that there, there's a guy that was just in there. there everyone was in there, like, you know, like not even saying who's this guy. Like, why is yeah. he <laughs> yeah, some like, random guy walking around looking around? Why is he I'm pretty Frank's sure clothes. it's high security and only like the few people personnel can be in there. They're like, eh, well, I guess you're fine. Nobody even looked up from their work. He's just walking <laughs> around behind people. They're working yeah. hard, working hard. But he, uh, you know, he blows something up, sneaks into the back, and he has a, a fight scene that I think was just perfect for someone who hadn't fought anyone in that 10 years. That first punch? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the first punch. And he's just like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> holding his hand. And, I thought uh, it was cool how they did that. Yeah, that he wasn't was really just like cool. a superhero again automatically. No, right, not at right. All. Yeah, not at he was all. still getting back to it. Yeah. Yep, yep. So he, but he gets in there, defeats you know a couple of the goons, and then uh, he, you know, he finds uh, 
a mannequin of not Leia. And uh oh, it was a trap. It was a a trap. trap. Raw. Yeah. So, uh, as they had alluded to at the end of last episode, which we didn't mention, uh, Reva had set this whole thing up, stolen Leia because she had found in the archives that Organa and Obi Wan had a connection. They had fought together in the Clone Wars. And so she just said, hey, you know what? Jedi is going to be Jedi. And so uh, her guess was right and her trap worked. Uh, But thankfully, Obi-Wan was resourceful, and he used the spice he got from his daughter, uh, his real-life daughter. Uh, Tossed that down, made the guys, you know. They were, like, all giggling when uh, she Giggly, yeah, they were all very much high. That was hilarious. Uh, And so he ran off uh, and then found Leia. And, of course, she attacked him and was very suspicious of him. And and then... Mm -hmm. And then from there, they're, you know, they're walking through the streets and trying to be non-conspicuous. Um, Meanwhile, you know, she's just asking every Jedi question. Make me float. Does a little twirl. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, this is in a crowd. What are you doing? Knock this kid out and put her in a potato sack. We got to get moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah what do you got there nothing <laughs> it's nobody it's like when uh in the sonic movie when he has sonic in the bag in the duffel bag it's like is that your child in there <laughs> oh no he's not my child <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah yeah Good so <laughs> so yeah they're they're talking loudly in the streets not being inconspicuous whatsoever and then uh, Riva and the Inquisitors get to the lab too late. And of course, Grand Inquisitor, who does nothing of his own <laughs> choice, is very angry that Riva actually did something effectively. And uh, he takes over. And then Riva calls all the mercenaries in the city to look for, uh, look for Obi-Wan. And from there, he goes into incognito mode and puts his hood up because no one's going to notice him there. And, Mm-hmm. That's like um, more of a Jedi with a hood on. That's right. And then five minutes later, they're in an alley, and he takes the hoodie off, and it's like, "What are you doing, man? Why are you taking the hoodie down? It's you're not. You haven't left the planet." It so, seems like it's a planet full of people that are absolutely oblivious as to what's going on. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, the they, spice room. Yeah, everyone's looking down. No one's yeah. paying attention to anything. They, they got things to do. But I will say, during this time, even though it's like loud talking, it is it's building a relationship between Leia. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, and I do appreciate that because you feel like at the beginning of A New Hope when Leia asks for Obi-Wan Kenobi's help, like it's not just uh, your dad. My dad talked about you one time. It was like she knew him, mm-hmm. you know, Obi-Wan, yeah. you're our only hope. So I, I think it's genius that they're doing this, you yeah. know, this, this kind of coming together of Obi-Wan and Leia as a child to build that relationship so that then when we get to A New Hope again, you know, when we watch it again someday or whatever, you know, it, it, that relationship makes even more sense. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, overall. Uh, yeah. So from there, uh, we, uh, we get a Leia who was distrustful and was starting to believe in Obi-Wan. And then she sees the wanted, you know, like headshot of him and is like, you're the one that was trying to capture me. You're the one that set this all up. And then she bolts well okay she she starts crawling really fast and (laughs) (laughs) 
and yeah. just somehow gets right by Obi-Wan. Like there's now, a couple this, times. This 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 chase scene when she's like going through the market and going through all that, like this is more believable because she's yeah, like going in and out. Like okay, yeah, okay. There's yeah. people blocking her. Right. Yeah. yeah it's but fun then, to, get the, to the roof. Well, even even in the market when uh someone attacks Leia, uh Obi-Wan shoots him with his gun, and then literally Leia is with an arm reach of Obi-Wan and she just like kind of sidesteps and he's like, oh, I can't reach you. And she escapes his, you know, clutches. And then he, she goes to the roof. Yeah. He really had an old man chasing his granddaughter around feel. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of that, I thought it was kind of a little overdone. Her comments about him looking ragged and old. I'm like, he doesn't look that <laughs> yeah, bad. Not, well, She's to, like, to you're so old. You'd be my grandpa. And I'm to like, a three-year-old. Yeah. He does look old. I mean, I guess, but Leia's dad, uh, Bail Organa, he does. He's no spring chicken. Like, oh, he's he looks old older. too. Yeah. He looks older than Obi Wan. So her saying, uh, "Maybe my grandpa, like not my dad." I was like, "Okay, you're exaggerating a little bit." I think, but I get it. It's fine. Yeah. He's old uh, and worn down. But yeah, so they go to the roofs. They're being chased, trying to escape. You know, Obi Wan's trying to catch this you know this lightning speed child and getting shot at by droids and dinosaurs with guns um reva sees you know the yeah, thing that mean, meanwhile reva's meanwhile. on on the it's roof like, the like batman <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly just like right. and they shot it like she was batman it was an it awesome really did. scene um, it yeah. was cool yeah. it was cool yeah yeah she's like so, the most menacing thing like just sitting up yeah. there waiting yeah, all the things that she did, perfect planning. And then Grand Inquisitor was just like the uncle that yeah. just ruins the party every time. And uh, but yeah, so she goes flipping and jumping and is chasing Obi Wan. And I thought at this point there was going to be a little more of a like she was going to get there just in time. But they show her flipping and doing her thing, and then they go to Obi Wan, and then we have a very you know a really cool moment where you know uh, Leia jumps to try to go across from building to building falls is holding on to a cable and Obi-Wan's like, just hold on, just hold on. And she starts to fall. She can't hold on. And he's, you could tell he doesn't say anything, but you can just see the struggle. I've got to use the force. I don't, I can't use the force, but I got to use the force. And then he uses the force. Yeah. Saves her really powerful moment. Mm -hmm. um, Honestly, tell that whole scene, painful. all I could, that whole scene, all I could think about was Reva is barreling down on them. Because yeah. she, in opposite scenes, is just running across rooftops like as fast as possible. And when they showed like the scenes like of Obi Wan getting fired at from other people on the rooftops, when she noticed them, I was like, "Whoa, she's only like four or five roofs away." Right. Yeah. But turns out she had to scale two hundred to get to that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think she did too many flips and yeah, then ran off too many walls. She was like, "Oh wait, I was supposed to turn left there instead of right." Dang it! <laughs> like recalibrating the the GPS. Uh, but yeah, so Obi Wan saves Leia, and then immediately, like, I guess he just jumps from the roof because he is on her. Like, hey, well, here we are. Let's yeah. go. He's like, my daughter's even like, how did he? How did he get down there so he fast? He just casually walked around the corner. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't, couldn't catch the toddler running at a snail space, but he could he could get down from that roof like nobody's business. So, yeah, so he reunites with Leia. She's like, "Oh, you are a Jedi. Okay, we can go now." <laughs> it's just like, "All right, well, I guess I'm you're convinced." Um, 
And then from there, they run into uh, the hero of this episode, who we had already seen, old Haja. Kumail, yeah. Yep, Kumail. And he's like, hey, you're a Jedi. I'm going to help you. And, you know, they yeah. go back and forth. And, and he helps so him out. That was unexpected, I feel like. Yeah, totally. Really? Well, really? I thought, that was, I thought that was coming because I felt <laughs> like he was, uh, I felt like he was a good guy. But just doing it for the wrong reasons. So him Wait, coming in and helping out. Well, they do show a scene yeah. earlier where the the boy that had led Obi Wan to him originally said, "Hey, we need to get this guy. He's worth a lot of credits." And yeah, yeah Kamal's like, yeah. "Let's oh. go." He gets his gun and he said, "Let's go." So they were trying to lead you to believe he was going to try to get the reward or the bounty or whatever. Hmm. So I could see that. But yeah, they have a talk and 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 pretty much it's like, "Hey." you're you're our hope we gotta we gotta work together you're not alone and i love that that he reminded reminded him you know that he's not alone yeah and uh so he gives him a little you know car beeper or whatever and says hey go to this dock your escape is that way i'll take care of the inquisitor <laughs> and he doesn't take care of the inquisitor <laughs> of course not whatsoever yeah. <laughs> does <laughs> but i love how he plays it off like he's I think just he like he's he just gonna talk her down hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like fake her out. He's like, I'm the Jedi you're looking for, and you might not make it out of here. And... Slams against the wall and just looks into his mind like, got it. <laughs> yeah, got it. See ya. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, no, you don't have magnets. He makes some kind of comment like she doesn't yeah. have magnets. Like, yeah, no, she's the real deal, man. Yeah, uh, yeah so so then it goes back to uh, Obi-Wan and Leia. They're in the the, the dock area. They're about to get on the ship and uh, Reva shows up and she mm-hmm. finally makes it and confronts cool Obi-Wan in a very cool scene, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I don't we know get if she the really big... ever sees him. No, she doesn't, she just knows she doesn't see him. She could just sense him. And you yeah. know, she gives the, the classic lines like your fear betrays you and those kind well, of things. At first things she's that... like, Kenobi. And I was like, yeah, oh, she's very like awesome. creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was very like horror movie like. Um, and then she reveals to him what we didn't, I didn't realize, didn't think about him not knowing is the big reveal that Vader slash Anakin is still alive. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he shut himself off from the force. He wouldn't have felt him anyways. Yeah. So because of him shutting off himself off from the force. But then once he starts using the force and then he, they, she mentions his name and then he realizes. Oh, he feels and then, it. Yeah. And he feels it, which I'm like, oh, he just yeah. found out. Yeah, and it wasn't like a overly like complicated scene, but his face like just really emoted. Well, they showed the scene of Vader in powerful the powerful emotions. Like, just over yeah, his eyes. In the like, back of the tank, this is now right at the end. Yeah. 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 That so was awesome. that was that was really cool. I can mm-hmm. I can honestly my first reaction was like kind of like, okay, I can see it. Um my wife's, you know, Mindy was kind of like you tell me in the 10 years he didn't hear like news about a Darth Vader or a Vader of any kind from, you know, the Tatooine daily news or something. I mean, uh, from what the way he lived his life, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, if he, all, he, if his source of news was the dude that doesn't know how to cut meat, I guess I can see that. My response would have been like, issue. have you seen this place though? Like this is a real outer rim type of place. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So it, it, I went back and forth for a little bit, but I can definitely see him not knowing it. And it was a powerful moment, like him yeah, it discovering cool. it, like discovering it with me. It was almost like on the level of uh, Stephen Grant finding out that he was 
a figment of Mark's imagination in Moon Knight. Like it's yeah. kind of like you're on the outside looking in. It's more shocking for them, but they portray the shock so well that it's a powerful moment yeah. for sure. So, <clears throat> oh, and, and during this part, uh, Reva also takes out the Grand Inquisitor. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, and, oh, no, uh, he was in the trailer for the Jedi Survivor mo- uh, game. No, no. I was like, well, apparently yeah. ran through. He's, dude, he's dead. Like, I wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah. that. I yeah, thought they probably would fight, that. though. Yeah, I thought they were going to fight, too. Yeah. And I don't even know what he was going to do. Like, he, he put his hand out like he was going to do something with the Force. And she's just like... Like <laughs> <laughs> just hooked into his you know soft crunchy insides the indiana jones moment just pull out the gun and shoot him i will say though like yeah. as soon as they got on as soon as kenobi like gets onto the ship and the door closes the ship slowly takes off while she oh stands my like a few feet away watching it and i was like there's nothing she can do though like that's <laughs> yeah it. that's check like, grab onto it cut that thing open got it. I, we we just saw like not that long ago uh ray and kylo ren literally like fighting over a ship in midair in the desert exactly i mean we also saw maybe reba reba was tired from jumping on the rooftops she can't jump anymore yeah that's true (laughs) that's why she was walking you know you know slowly trying to find him in that little area (laughs) i was like man you know what you guys haven't tracked all the jedi down yet like (laughs) they're just getting away pretty easy getting away like leia leia (laughs) running away (laughs) nobody can catch anybody in this show (laughs) (laughs) you're all the worst at catching oh geez yeah so and of course reva promises you're gonna we're gonna get you Next time, gadget. Next time, you know, much like I'll get, get you, you, get you, Obi Wan. Next time. <laughs> so, and then from there, as as Patrick mentioned, uh, we have we have Obi Wan like with tears in his eyes, just saying Anakin, and all of a sudden, cut to Anakin in the yeah. back of the tank. Yeah, his eyes open, and then a zoom out of his just disfigured body in the back of the tank, and you're like, oh man. What is going to happen next? Let's go. It's, it's intriguing. Yeah. This, I, I will say, man, this show above all other, any Marvel shows, any like Star Wars shows that have come out, like this one has me absolutely the most excited and it's not even close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jedi man. Jedi Jesus is I mean, back. Coming off the heels <laughs> of the, the greatest <laughs> Disney Plus show, Moon, Moon Knight. I mean, nothing can hold a candle to that. <laughs> Oh, come on now. Mark's not here to defend Mark's Moon Knight. <laughs> That's a low blow. Uh, it kind of was. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, just like with Moon Knight, we don't know what's going to happen. But unlike Moon Knight, we actually care to know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. I mean, we all know that he's, uh, 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 Obi-Wan's <laughs> not going to die. We know that. It's just a story of of this. How close you know? is he yeah. going to come to dying? Basically, is what we're going to find out. Yeah, I want to know how no close he, it's going to come to them meeting. Off. Yeah, he's facing they, off with some people for sure. For sure. Oh, but yeah, and that's the thing. They in this second episode, he holds the lightsaber up and like he two hands it. It's like, oh, is he going to light it up? He can't. So can he? How How old was Luke Skywalker in, in A New Hope? He was eighteen or nineteen. 18. I think. So hold on, everyone's calling him Obi Wan right now, and in A New Hope, he's like. Obi-Wan Kenobi? He's like, I have not heard that name in a long time. It's like, uh, yeah. it's been eight years at the most. <laughs> now, granted, he did try to tell people his name's Ben. He kept insisting. And he aged nobody like 30 listened. years in that time also. 
maybe, yeah, just something happens that ages him that, you know, that causes him to go in like even more hiding. Like, he I don't lives know. Off yeah. of, I don't know. You yeah. saw how fast um, Emperor Palpatine uh, goes from being a normal guy to being a disfigured guy. A, yeah, hooded so, poker face. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe he gets hit by lightning or something. And <laughs> to be fair, he was a ghoulish regular guy. No. <laughs> he, was, kind of, yeah. he was. He was. He didn't take that much. True. It didn't take that much. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really fascinated <clears throat> to see where it goes. Um, I, don't, I, I can't see that they're not gonna like actually have them face each other, are they? Like they're just gonna be close. I feel like to, it would be a letdown if they don't face off at least one time. But, but then again, it makes a new hope just silly. Like where Darth Vader's like, the last time we saw each other, I was just the learner. Now I am the master. It's like. I if mean, they see each true. other in the show, then it's going to be like, we saw each other eight years ago and I was learner Vader and now I'm Lord Vader. I don't know. It's maybe, maybe this, they're, they're both going to get amnesia and they're just going to forget somehow they'll find a way to, maybe they'll find a way to work around it. I really do want to see them fight though. So maybe they'll do like a force dream and then counting each other. No, that'd be stupid. The force. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Throwing ideas out yep, yep. now. Don't be. Oh, a, sorry. Yeah. This, this is brainstorming sessions. So not, there's not any, no bad, no bad ideas. <laughs> All right. Stupid questions here. That's right. All right. Do you guys have any final thoughts? No. Uh, any more? Looking forward to it. I'm really excited every week. Looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Same. For sure. Same here as well. All right. Mm. Well, that is all for our little chat about Obi-Wan Kenobi episode one and two, part one and two. Uh, besides that, we do, of course, have our GMG Goats, Good Morning Guys, Greatest of All Time shows, where we nominate and vote for the top 40 series or shows, whatever you want to call it, that we're going to pick and reveal around episode 200. Hey, joiners. Time for the GMG Top 40 TV Shows, starring the Good Morning Guys. I uh, hope you guys are prepared because <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. I am so not. We will not start with Ronnie. Patrick, do you have a show you want to share with us? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Saved by the Bell. Ooh, nice. Uh, did, I used American Pickers last time, didn't I? You did. Okay. I would like to use the Curse of Oak Island this time. Oh, I had a feeling a that one. That's one of the first shows you talked about on uh, the Good Morning Guys. I remember yeah. back in the Even day. Even though I'm like, I'm not as excited about the next season as. No. Every time they don't find something, it just dwindles a little bit for me. Yeah. And they've beaten me down over like nine seasons now. So yeah, it's like, is it a curse though? I'm is at an all time really? low. <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. I need to. No. I, I used to watch those shows. I need to get back into that. It's good stuff. Uh, my show is going to be Planet Earth, the pretty much the show that showed me show. that that high definition is better than real life. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's the way it is. Like, just the things they accomplished on that, not just the high definition, but the, you know, if you've watched the documentaries or heard about, you know, background information, like, there are people that spent years filming and in the, the wilderness capturing all this footage. And then they made this TV show that was just 
helping you see stuff about animals and nature that no one stuff had ever seen nev- before. Yeah, stuff that you would never see. No, uh, I mean, in like yeah, there's just so many so many cool episodes and cool things uh, about that show. Mm-hmm. So that is my pick. Nice. And unfortunately, we didn't get Mark's pick, so he's going to give a two next week. Okay. Which I'm sure he'll he'll be ready. So it'll be all good. All right. Uh, as is tradition, some housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping where we offer you towels, fluff pillows, topped with Andy's candies, and tip you off to the GMG news you need to know. The GMG stream team continues to offer content Sunday to Saturday on Twitch. Chris is uh, currently playing through Ratchet and Clank, the OG for GMG VGBC, our book club, uh, during the butt crack of weekday dawns. And then on Saturdays, he's playing Destiny 2 with me still. We're enjoying that. Um, You can check out Mark on Saturdays. He's continuing to play through the Zelda games. Continue to plug it away with uh, Old Majora's Mask. And then for as for me, you can check me out uh, most either breakfast or lunch times on Monday to Friday as I continue to play Roguelikes, Lights, and GMG VGBC games. Uh, as you know, you can feel free to check all three of us out on twitch.tv. Links are in the show notes. But if streaming's not your thing, you'd rather tweet with us on Twitter, Discourse on Discord. You can find the links in the show notes to those as well. If you want to throw a buck, or more in the old tip jar, consider supporting us on Patreon at the URL uh, that you can click in the show notes. But if you can't toss a coin to your podcasters are, but are still will, willing to give, uh, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Spotify. And that helps us to reach new joiners, whether you want to give us stars, exclamation marks, feedback, or encouraging word. You can let your voice be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, 929 GMG guys. Give it a call sometime, leave a message, and we may or may not play it. Uh, Yeah. So with that, we are not going to wrap up the show. Oh. Because I have joiner comments and questions that I remembered right at the last second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey-oh. All right. Uh, Lord of Mustache Zucor had this to say about Obi-Wan. It's like, I'm glad he got off of Tatooine in the second episode. If there's one planet I don't need more of in the current Star Wars universe, it's Tatooine. The planet that Leia got taken to felt like a mix between Tartuga and nowhere. I like that take. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're so right, uh, Nate. As we had said earlier, and I probably should have mentioned your comment then. It's my bad. Uh, But yeah, Tatooine. I'm so over Tatooine. It's just, it's such a drab, (laughs) drab planet. We need to move on. Uh, social media center said, I just wanted to know how you can find a box in the desert, but have trouble finding a kid in the market. Exactly. A 100% <laughs> exactly. Yep. You're so right. We got so nothing. Right. I got, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. Those kids, they're slippery. I mean, I got <laughs> slippery kids, slippery kids. You just never know. <laughs> they're just bob and weave doing the serpentine pattern. You just never know what's going to happen. Uh, and then finally, uh, you done messed up. A.A. Ron said, I'm loving it so far. They filled several blanks in the Star Wars narrative in such a relatively short span of time. I've seen Leia's characterization get a little bit of flack on the internet, uh, and I'm convinced they're all people that somehow didn't watch the original trilogy because it makes perfect sense. It's exactly how a kid with the willful nature we saw from Leia as, Leia as an adult, but none of the maturity would act. Her actress is amazing, by the way. We couldn't mm-hmm. agree with you more. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Riva has the potential to be very interesting character in the context of this story. And I think I know the direction they're going to, but I'm also a little bit scared they're going to chicken out, which would be a huge, unfortunate waste. I also have a theory Ooh. about Leia based on these first couple of episodes, but I'm going to wait and see things play out on that as well. So you're not going to tell us anything, Aaron. You're just going <laughs> to tease us. What's that all about, man? What were you going to say, Patrick? You went. I don't know. Like, I feel like I feel like we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader kind of like not meeting because of the original trilogy. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be an in between, and that might be Reva. That's oh, got to be right. They, he has to at least yeah. fight Reva. Oh, they're like. going to show yeah. down. They're going to throw that down at least for has sure. To happen. And 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 my guess is she's going to reveal that she feels abandoned. She was one of the younglings that got ditched. That wasn't. Uh, you know, that escaped, but she blames, you know, through being a part of the sister and brother inquisitor group, like they twist all the, they twist all your emotions, they turn it to the dark side and, and pretty much your, your fears and your anger, all of that gets turned toward hate. And uh, she's going to be, she's going to be sharing and revealing what's going down. My guess yeah. is it's Jedi temple, but it would be something different. Yeah, Never it totally makes sense. She so. she doesn't act like any of the other inquisitors. So um, they made the I, they yeah. made the comment that she came from the gutter, and, and I don't know. This, it could have been after the temple fall, you know. Like yeah, all yeah. those she kids that hiding in know. the street. Yeah, yeah. In which uh, I think in episode two, Obi Wan does say, you know, the inquisitors are just Jedi that got twisted and and turned towards the dark side. And now yeah. they're hunting, hunting themselves. They're hunting their own kind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Alrighty then, Pat, Ronnie J, and of course the spirit of Mark Touche Boucher, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.